The Late Morning Program with Nam Ras Podcast. Hi Krishna everyone, you're listening to the Late Morning Program with Namras, the number one Hare Krishna podcast in the world. I'm here with a recurring guest, Her Grace, Govinda Dasi Prabhu from uh, Texas, I guess. Uh, but anyways, Srila Prabhupada's disciple, uh, the very well-known uh, disciple of Srila Prabhupada, had a lot of association with his divine grace. Um, and so this is the second episode. The first episode we had was extremely popular, one of my most popular episodes. Uh, to date and so um, you're on again and tell us how have you been since uh, the last time we spoke and what inspired you to come on again to the podcast well I'm fine uh, as can be expected in the age of colleague on the verge of nuclear war what else can I say however I received so many uh, nice emails from many, many young people all over the world, from New Zealand, from America, from UK, uh, talking to me about, yeah, we know it's coming. We know we're getting ready. We're buying land in Arkansas. We're buying land in North Carolina. We know it's coming. Uh, I mean, so many young people, but I can't seem to wake the old people up. <laughs> the old people are like, duh, I don't know what it is. But the young people, and so... Now that things are really heating up in the world, and they are, the last couple of years, we know that it's coming to a head. So I feel like I have some important messages to share with those of us who want to hear. <laughs> sure, sure. That's, um, that's really valuable, I, I think, for, for everyone to hear. And I'm, I'm glad we uh, can sit down and talk again. So um, where would you like to start as far as, I know you have a number of things that you want to discuss, but where should we start? Well, uh, how about starting with what's going on in the world today? Okay. Yeah. No, please. actually, I, I think, I think what's really important is some backstory, which I didn't mention in our last talk, but this time I'm prepared with actual printouts that are highlighted yes i am i'm prepared okay. so one of the one of the, one of the things that i want to get people to ask themselves in case they haven't figured out what's going on in the world why did Prabhupada say some of the things that he said and why is this happening People are so locked into how it's happening. Oh, this is happening. Oh, now look what they did here. And look what's going on in this city and like that. There's so much of the how, the details. But I'm trying to get at the why and the what to do. And one of the things that, I mean, Prabhupada talked about it very extensively when I was with him. As I told you in my last program, he talked about this every day. But then as time went on, he quit talking so much in detail because one of his uh, principal disciples left whenever he said, well, you can't go to the moon by spaceship. It was the biggest hoax. I mean, the media pulled off a pretty big hoax back in the 70s. I guess it was the late 60s. Right. So they've pulled off another one. They're good. They're really good. And they've gotten better. 
So one of the things Prabhupada said on a morning walk in Delhi, you can look this up, folks. It was November 29th, 1975. Prabhupada said, civilization will collapse very soon. All over the world, it will collapse. Either you may bring this ism or that ism. This civilization will collapse. People will become mad, being harassed in so many ways. When one is harassed by so many problems, he commits suicide. So that position is coming. Then one disciple says, or starts a war. And then Prabhupada says, yes, when the government cannot adjust, they start a war. So uh, this is only one of many. I'm going to read them very quickly because uh, we don't want to just we don't want to be negative. We want to encourage people. That's one of the important things that I really want to get across in this meeting. It's not all down. It's it's not all bad. I mean, it's like the coming of the golden age. So, so this artificial way of banking, January 21st, 1977, this artificial way of banking that will also be collapsed. And one of his disciples says, Mm, this is revolutionary. Another disciple says, such a dramatic transformation of society. Uh, uh, Prabhupada says, yes, whatever it may be, we should be satisfied locally by our food, by our cloth, by our milk, that's all. Let the whole world go to hell, we don't care. If we want to save yourself, you do this. He's talking about Varnashram. He's talking about farming. Here is an example, just see, if you want artificial city life and hellish life, you do, but we shall live like this. That is the ideal life. So that was, uh, here's another one, 1973, May 15th, 1973, morning walk at Cheviot Hills Golf Course, May 15th, as I said. So how long you can cheat the people? 100, 200, 1,000 years, but you cannot cheat for all the time. And one of his disciples says, well, cheating, it's been going on from time immemorial. And Prabhupada says, no time immemorial. You are being cheated for 200, 300 years, that's all. Not before that. All these scientists rascals have come out within the last 200 years, that's all. So another interesting thing is Prabhupada wrote this article in 1956 in his Back to Godhead. I'm not going to read the whole article, but you can look it up if you want to. It's uh, Prabhupada's uh, Back to Godhead article, April 20th, 1956, called Blind Materialism. And Prabhupada says uh, several things in this article. And this is before he came to America. That means he was already foresaw all of these things that were coming and he actually came to help us at this time. That's something I really want to get across. So he says, this machine age is the result of dangerous type of work. When we leave aside the culture of spiritualism, we are entangled in this dangerous type of work. When the dangerous weapons, I'm skipping through, when the dangerous weapons are produced, they must be utilized for annihilation of blind materialism by the plan of Daivi Maya or the external energy of Godhead. The external, the illusory energy is creating this atmosphere for blind materialism. And on the other hand, she is arranging for the destruction. 
everything is in oblivion and this teaches us the lesson that the materialistic plans of the present age will also meet oh he, he talks about mm, destalination has already begun in russia nobody is enjoying the result of civilization created by atheists like ravana kansa arangzeb napoleon hitler or stalin everything is in oblivion and this teaches us the lesson that the materialistic plans of the present age will also meet with the same fate after a lapse of 50 years i have a so, question i have a question um Mm -hmm. Srila Prabhupada said, I mean, he said all these things, but at the same time, he also established temples in so many cities. So if, if he was, if he knew that, okay, there was going to be this collapse, then why would he establish temples in the cities? Is my question. To preach, to reach the people to reach to help the people before the collapse and in 1975 he sent out a letter to all the temples that many devotees saw asking ordering actually that all the householders should move to the farms there were several farms then and his uh brahmacharis would remain in the temples and preach and that was in 1975 so or maybe it was 76 so there was 10 year, good years of preaching there that enabled him to print the book, spread the movement, uh, Sankirtan all over the world. This is all going according to plan, you might say. Uh, Lord Chaitanya said that every town and village, Prabhupada came to the West and uh, the Americans and the Indians and the UK people and all of the people that joined his movement flew all over the world spread this movement to town, every town and village, even to remote places uh, like uh, Indra has gone to Mongolia, places like that. So that work is done. But what we need to look at is one of the things that Prabhupada does say, and uh, he says, the massacre must come. I'll see if I can find that one. It, because the, the the burden of sinful activity in this culture has become so extreme. Think about it. You've got your slaughterhouses, your abortion clinics. They're killing babies that are fresh out of the womb. I mean, how good? How long can a culture go on without destruction? It's just not possible. Uh, they're too too much suffering. So where is that? I'll, I'll read that part if I can find it. Oh, here, there it is. Uh, how much sinful load that must be killed? That is sure. The massacre that will take place. That was uh, June sixteenth, nineteen seventy-five. Harikesh. And of course, there's some other things that he discusses as well. I'm just, I'm just giving you, uh, you know, last time I spoke, I mostly talked about my own memories of things he had said. Right. But this time I'm saying, okay, folks, this is on the database too. You can look it up. So what's happening in the world right now? Let's just look at what's happening in the world right now. Uh, we don't want to be consumed by it. But at the same time, we need to stay abreast of what's happening in the world. Just like if you go to a strange city, 
You want to know where the bad neighborhoods are. You yeah. want to know what places to avoid like that. And um, but the overarching picture of is the perspective of this from a spiritual point of view. And that's what I want to try to get across in this podcast, because so many devotees are in denial, uh, disbelief, uh, confusion. Uh, some of them, many of them even in fear. If they watch TV, that's a good way to get fearful because <laughs> yeah. the media pushing it out you know the media is just churning the fear the oh there's a virus oh there's this there's this there's this you know people are frightened but um that's not where we need to be what we need to really see i mean yes these predictions are there but this is a part of what's meant to happen in this age this is the age of kali as we all know and we've all been we've all been told about the golden age. We've all read, I'm sure, things about how there's a ten thousand year sliver of Kali Yuga, where uh, it will be uh, uh, like a mini Satya Yuga. People will be godly, people will be happy. There will be pastoral. Uh, there will be uh, living uh, in their own way with uh, with uh, worshiping God and. Uh, there won't be uh, all these threats that exist right now. So in order to get to that place, there has to be a destruction. And that's what's coming down right now. And that destruction is uh, how this takes place should not be our main focus. Because, uh, okay, Prabhupada came and he, he collected a task force, taught them to preach, sent them out, and told everyone about the coming dissolution. I mean, he, this is only, I've just read you a few things he said, but he used to talk about it quite a lot. And that everything would be finished, your royal civilization will be finished. We don't know how. I mean, maybe we don't know that, oh, it's because we can't get diesel from Ukraine or we can't get this or that. The how isn't as important as the why and what to do. And so, one of the things that he did talk about a lot, there will be no food in your cities. And now you see your politicians talking about that too. Uh, how it's happening, uh, it, but it is happening. But these are details of the dissolution. The most important thing we need to get across here is that you can't stop this dissolution. It's not really being done by the demons. It's being done by the devas. It's, it's, baked into the plan of Kali Yuga. There's already a plan for this. You can't stop it. Going out a protest is a very noble thing to do, but probably it would be much better to go out on Harinam. That is one of the only things that is the antidote for Kali Yuga. Prabhupada told us the holy name doesn't quit going. Whenever you chant, it goes on eternally. So the more chanting, the more kirtan there is, it continues going around the globe. This strengthens the godly movement. This strengthens, uh, it weakens the demons. That's why they have shut down our temples and the churches and the mosques. They know this. The dark forces know this. These guys are professionals. They've been doing this for years. You know, they've, they've, the, 
the Rakshasas know, <laughs> they know a lot of stuff, but they're ultimately very stupid because they don't believe in God and they will be destroyed. And this is their time in Kali Yuga is up. Now it's time for the golden age. And so all the stuff they've been doing for the last 300 years, I mean, think about it. The industrial revolution that started a couple of hundred years ago with machinery, with oil, with all these things. This is all part of their agenda. And now it's coming to an end. But we don't want to, devotees to feel fearful. Rather, they should feel encouraged that this is fulfilling Lord Chaitanya's prophecies. This is fulfilling what Srila Prabhupada told us was coming. We don't want to get, we don't want devotees to be into the mindset of, oh my goodness, there's a new disease coming. You know, this is, this is just a nothing but a hoax. So Prabhupada taught us that by chanting the holy name, we can purify the whole world. And that is the most important thing uh, that we can do because we can't stop the dissolution. It is in the middle of, we're at the midpoint of the day of Brahma. At the midpoint of the day of Brahma, it starts to go downward. And the dissolution, which is, that is coming, will, uh, will enable this, this 10,000 year pause sliver where Kali Yuga is at bay. It, Prabhupada actually told me one day, I asked him, I said, so does that mean that like everybody will become a devotee? Because I was curious, young and curious. And he did his hands like this. Let's see if I can get both of me on the screen here. Both arms on the screen? Okay, like this. Prabhupada raised, put his hands up like this. And, and, he, and he said, yes, for the 10,000 year golden age, the devotees will go up. The demons will still be there, but they will be less. And then at the end of that 10,000 years, and Prabhupada raised his other hand, the devotees will gradually diminish and the demons will get back in control. And you don't want to be here at that time, folks. You really want to manage to get out before that. Now, so Srila Prabhupada taught us that the answer was the sacrificial fire of Sankirtan. That is the jagha for this age. By right. performing Harinam, by performing, I'm talking about group Sankirtan, public Sankirtan, that will actually speed up the process of the golden age coming. That will actually protect the devotees and the demons know this. And so they're trying to shut down any worship. Uh, their I don't know how much you know about their ideas. I don't want to get into them too much, but their ideal type of city is a technology and nobody believes in God and Everybody just serves, you know, it's, we, we all kind of know by now what 2030 plans are. I mean, most people, young people seem to know, the older people are asleep. What can you do? But um, <clears throat> one of the things that Prabhupada also told us to do, along with the Sankirtan Jagya, which will protect the world and make things come more with less, less painfully, is he gave us practical measures as well. And he was he talked about them a lot. The practical measures were get self-sufficient. That was one of his favorite mantras. 
uh, high, uh, simple living, high thinking, and define this loosely as Varnashram Dharma. I have a he question. wanted us to have farms. Mm, yes. Um, in this, in the, in this article that you quoted, the BTG article of 1956, it said everything is in oblivion, and this teaches us the lesson that the materialistic plan of the present age will also meet with the same fate after a lapse of 50 years. So, 50 years from 56 is 2006. So that's about. Well, got a little extra time. It's almost 20 years we after. Got a little extra time. Right. <laughs> we got a little bit of extra time. Like maybe what? Maybe we, we, maybe that's due to psychedelic. Right, right. No, I agree. I agree. Hundred. I mean, nobody like... knows. <laughs> we don't know exactly what day they're going to look up and see a mushroom cloud. We don't know that. I don't know that. You don't know that. Only God knows that. But the point is that He was telling us, "Get ready, get out of the cities, get self-sufficient, get." your food, your whatever you need. Yeah. This was something that he talked about all the time. And I, I want to say something about that. I want to say something about that. So you were saying that he would talk about this a lot more, but then when that devotee left because he heard Prabhupada say that Absolutely. we could go on the moon, he stopped, Absolutely. stopped talking about Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Really? Yes, That's and Kusha, who is my, Kusha, who is my best friend, mm -hmm. whose husband, Srutakirti, uh, took care of Prabhupada for three years, traveled with right. him. Everybody knows who Sruta Kirti is. Right, right. He, Prabhupada, Kusha told me, Sruta said, Prabhupada used to ask him, you're not going to leave me because I say you can't motor the moon by spaceship, are you? And, and Sruta Kirti would say, no, no, I'm not going to leave you because of that. Isn't so that so he, was, he was thinking about it a lot. Like he probably was like thinking. Yes. Uh, that's, uh, he was probably. These Americans. Can't, yeah, Americans can't, they can't digest this kind of information. I mean, the kind of information that, that I heard, I mean, I was 20 years old and right. uh, from a, you know, I'd never, I'd never known a day of hunger in my life. I, I was, yeah. you know, going to best college in America, in uh, Texas, the president's daughter was going there at the time. And he's telling me there's not going to be any food in your cities and the pet dogs are going to run in packs and attack and eat the people. Yeah, these are with my own ears. This was in 1968. In 1967, which is a very amazing picture, he used to have a globe in his room. I meant to send you, send you that picture so you could show it. I will send it to you. It's a color photo, beautiful. Uh, Nitya Tripta found me, found the, the, the good one. Right. And uh, he's turned the globe. You know what I mean by a globe? The Atlas globe? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's on a little stand. He yeah, would yeah. turn it every day and he would look at the countries and then he would say things like uh, Brahmananda, you shall go to Russia. Gorsander, you shall go to Japan. Rayarama, you shall go to England. I mean, we're 12 teenagers. Well, I was 20. We were between 20 and 23. Rupanuga was an old man. I think he was 26 or something. And so he was planning a task force. Another thing he said, which no one seems to be able to digest, Prabhupada, I mean, it was almost um, like uh, the most normal thing in the world to say, but it's pretty far out. He was turning the globe and he's talking about communism. And he said, there 
is a bear-like demoniac race that has come up from a subterranean planetary system into the caves in Russia. And they are planning, they are intending to make the whole world communist, atheist. I swear, I heard this with my own ears. I did not make this up. I'm, I've talked to other devotees about this to find somebody else who heard this too. And um, it, I mean, that that's not to say that everybody in Russia is a demon. That's not what we're saying. Rather, Russia was where the Rishis lived up above the Himalayas. So many of the people there are the descendants of the Rishis. It was known as Rishia. And this place was actually a very special place. And Prabhupada wanted to go there. From day one, he was talking about going there. He was planning what you have to see. And, and as I'm old now, I'm 76, I, can, I look at things from a, a longer view lens. And you can actually see that Prabhupada knew what was going to happen and knew what he had to do. He came here with a purpose. He had a task force. I mean, he's... He's got a handful of American teenagers and he's starting to plan his army, you know, and we're just kids. We didn't even, I did not know that he was planning a worldwide movement. I just was completely, uh, I have to say, being in the room with Srila Prabhupada is like an experience of Satchitananda. It's like eternity, time steps, falls away and bliss and knowledge is coming. And I was into yoga. I was a meditator before. I didn't have a guru. I was looking for my guru. But I was a meditator. So I could easily tap into that, that meditative space. So we were just all completely mesmerized by him. We didn't have any books yet, other than the three Bhagavatams. So let's get back to what I'm trying to say here. The yeah, so you said right what, now. The, we, we have the why and we have the what we should do, right? That's what we're going to, yes. Yeah. Why it's happening is because the culture is so sinful. And how it's happening is happening in a lot of ways. Uh, we don't want to get into those because those are the kind of things that get you taken off the internet, right? So <laughs> we don't want to do that. What we want to do, <laughs> what we want to do is talk about the important things, like how to how to keep the legacy intact, how to protect our children that we're teaching to become devotees, our, our young people, our children, and our future. The temples, the cities will be destroyed. Many cities will be destroyed. Ideally, they should even move the deities out of the temples, but nearby the cities. If devotees can still do Harinam Sankirtan, but have their base outside. That's not going to happen because the leaders are not on the same page. I don't know what page they're on, but they don't seem to think like I think. So that's not going to happen. But at least I can bring it up here and mention it. Yeah. You know, the important thing is don't stop the Sankirtan. The Sankirtan, I'm talking about going out on the streets with drums and cartels and Hare Krishna, even if it's a small group. I, are you familiar with what happened in, in, in New Zealand? It's incredible what happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Tell us tell us about that, what your perspective is on that. I mean, Well, I, 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 I was uh, last night 
I, last night I had the good fortune of being in the presence of the hero himself for 20, uh, Sitapati, for 21 days, he led Kirtan. And people were coming forward and they were feeding people. People were giving $1,000 donations for food to keep it going. And it's just amazing. And they were all chanting the old Prabhupada, simple tune, the old Prabhupada tune. And thousands of people. And all, I mean, last night, uh, Sitapati talked in detail about all of this, how people are coming even now and getting books. And they're, uh, re they're having their own Bhagavad Gita class online on their phones. And they're just, it's amazing. It's, it's like uh, New Zealand was really being crushed by the governmental lockdowns, as you know. And now uh, there's, they've made so many devotees. I, I mean, obviously, America's not going through anything quite like that, but yeah. it's a different country. I think the temple. I think, <laughs> but the, ISKCON, anyway. I think the ISKCON leaders made a uh, a public announcement saying that Sitapati and those other devotees are not representing ISKCON because yeah, they went on right. Harinam that's right. for that's a right. uh, right. protest march. That's right. They made a huge mistake. That's again only thing. I, I mean, only thing I can say. It's not that we should protest. But when we were young, we went to Jimi Hendrix concerts. We went to any kind of concert, any kind of gathering. I mean, I've, I've chanted on stage at Jefferson Airplane. I mean, we that's what we did. That's how we spread the movement. Where there's a group of people, go yeah. chant there. And the leaders are, in, in my opinion, and in the opinion of a lot of devotees, they're making a huge mistake. Not only in that respect, but also encouraging. We should not be complicit with what the demons are doing. And that's what's happening. Why it's happening, that I can't say. I have some ideas about it. It has to do with money. But I can't really say. But what I know needs to happen is every city should get their, whoever will go out, even if it's a small group, and chant the holy names on the streets like we did before, because that will offset a lot of the evil that's coming our way, and it will speed things up toward the golden age, less suffering for the devotees. But since that doesn't look very likely to happen, um, we have to consider how we're going to protect the young people and the children, because they're... From what I learned from doing the podcast with you before, there are a lot of young devotees out there, not necessarily full on, but, but yeah, a lot of them are, they read Prabhupada's books and they're really into it. They just may not be mainliners, if you know what I mean. Why do you so, think the younger devotees are responding to your podcast before more than older devotees? I think the older devotees are asleep. I don't know why, but not all of them are. There are some. I mean, the, uh, the Canada thing, last night I, I saw some of the people from the Canada, you know, and they, they chanted in zero 30 degree weather. They, I mean, I they went video. to the Ottawa thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw the well, video about that. And, and since then, I think I even sent you some of the stuff they they put up, you know. Yeah. Um, it's uh, 
they are the young people they they see it coming they know that the culture is collapsing they know that things are happening i don't know why the old people don't because Prabhupada told us that's what one of the things i was just asking one of my friends i don't understand they heard the same thing i heard Prabhupada said this it's it's evidence i'm i'm presenting written evidence here of what he said about the collapse of the culture all over the world very soon how i mean how do you what part of that statement are we not able to grasp he said very soon uh, civilization i think it's a denial of um yeah a a denial of maybe that things will happen so drastically but i think i think that it's happening but it's just happening over a period of time and it will happen slowly slower than than maybe we like in the way that i'm hearing you it seems like it's like one day it's going to happen and one day it's going to be like this and the next day it's going to be different but i think it's going to be well that's how a little bit more it's going to be a little bit more gradual than that i think do you do you agree or or not it is it is it is it is happening gradually the dollar is gradually as Prabhupada said becoming worthless he used to tell me it's going to become worthless like toilet paper well you know he told me that before it was ever taken from the gold standard in 68 he said that it wasn't removed from the gold standard until 71 like how did he know that i don't know like from what i've seen See, that's that's the thing. I, I think uh, uh, some of the young people, maybe they're more open to the esoteric, shall we use the word, spiritual, metaphysical, esoteric aspect of Krishna consciousness. And sometimes older people kind of get locked into the business and management part of it. You know, mm-hmm. that might be an answer. I'm not saying it is, but... Um, or some people could, or some people might think, um, "What's the use of, of of talking about this? Just let's just try to, you know, we have such a short time in this world, so, such a limited amount of time. Just let's try to become as Krishna conscious as we can. Not think so much about our, you know, the world situation or our living situation, eating situation at the moment. But Krishna will arrange something to help the devotees, as he always does." What's your viewpoint on on that? That we're maybe we're looking too much, we're, we're we're focusing too much maybe on something that's like doom and gloom instead of positive, Krishna conscious practical activity. But Prabhupada focused on the both of these things. Right. He told us what was coming that it was going to collapse, and then he told us to get ready. He didn't tell us. Well, he told us to chant Hare Krishna. That's true. He told us that, but he also told us to get self-sufficient, get farms, learn to not need anything from the cities. This is what he taught us. Yeah, yeah. He, he told, he talked about this all the, toward the end, latter part of his life, he talked about Varnashram. He even said, I didn't finish my work. I, I only finished part of my mission uh, because part of my mission was to, you know, establish Varnashram. So, what we need to do is not be negative and not be in denial because denial is like a deer in the headlights. Oh, okay, the car is coming, but that's not wise. What we can do is get up and move out of the headlights 
and get ready for what is coming. There are lots of, I mean, what is so amazing is there are lots of karmis who are thinking like this and who are getting ready. They're stocking food, they're stocking grains, they're growing gardens. They're, uh, so many of them are buying land up in the uh, higher places like mountains. And uh, I mean, Prabhupada even said, what was it in Atlanta? He was walking and he said, very soon people will have uh, to flee from the cities due to the riots and the looting. That was another statement that he made. Uh, and, and we already see what's happening there. And uh, from our Petita Pavana and Abhaya Mudra, our Vedic astrologers, have given very detailed analyses of what's coming and when when it was coming. I mean, uh, that's that's uh, uh, some some people don't uh, don't believe that astrology has the ability to do that. But um, Vedic astrologers, especially those that have been devotees for over fifty years and who have also served. Prabhupada faithfully. So far, they've been pretty accurate. That's all I got to say. They called it on all the shots so far. And right now, they are saying that there will be, due to the last eclipse that just took place two weeks ago, uh, there'll be an increase in the war by July and August. How much of an increase? I don't know. Uh, we can offset a lot of this by Harinam Samkirtan. But I our mean, temples are not hmm, are not going out. Yeah, they're not going out. They're, they're, they're locking down, and they're believing the stories that the multimedia is giving them. It's it's mind boggling. But the young people don't believe these stories. Yeah, I know most of the young people don't believe them. And I just talked to my close friend. Kusha last night and she was telling me about a, a very dear god sister who is older and uh, who is very sick ever since she took certain <laughs> don't say the word <laughs> yeah so not a word but right, uh, right. you know what what we have to we have we have to understand is young people um, they they're just more alive than it's than a lot of the older people. I guess I don't know. I can't answer the question, but I can tell you that the Harinam Samkirtan is the answer. And get your get your people together. Go out, even if it's five or six people, like they did in Ottawa, Canada. Yeah. They turned a lot of things around, and of course. Uh, zero degree weather uh, i can't even if i could handle that but <laughs> what you could do is encourage devotees to fulfill what we came for the harinam samkirtan this is the sacrifice this is the it will give the power to stop the demons and you see that the rakshasas are not they know this that's why they shut down all the churches and they there were preachers in the south like in mississippi i saw one the guy was all he was doing was uh, taking the Bible and kind of blessing people by his car. And there were like a line of cars and they still came and arrested him. 
Yeah. They don't want God mentioned because when people gather and and say sing the name of God or praise God in any shape or form, it increases the, the spiritual energy. It, it gets rid of sinful activity. They don't want that kind of energy around. And what's mind boggling is why are our temple leaders complying with this insanity? Yeah, it's, that's that's been that's been one of my gripes too. Why are we complying with, uh, per, you know, not? Why are we complying with the government who's telling us that we can't worship? What is America all about? America is all about freedom. And it's all about freedom of worshiping and on and freedom of going places that you know just that that freedom is is um i think has a lot to do with um i mean i think what's happening has a lot to do with maybe uh people in our north american uh leadership who are who are of indian origin they come from india so there is a different dynamic there when it comes to obeying authority or what or doing what the authority mm. tells you to do. While those of us who are born in America, like myself and like yourself, it's like if someone tells us not to do something, it doesn't like if we want to do it, we're going to do it because this is America. You know, it's just about freedom. Yeah, um, um, yeah that's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing. Wanna, I, another thing I want to say about the previous point you made about the astrology. I I would re really respectfully want to play devil's advocate on that. Is that the astrologers said that in April or May there would be some kind of economic collapse, or some kind of collapse, and nothing happened in April or May, and we're already up to June now. Are you <laughs> sure nothing's happened? I'm not sure, but I'm just telling you, you sure? from my perspective. Are you sure? No. Are you sure? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but you tell okay. me what you think about what I said. <laughs> uh, I watch a lot of economists. I'm very, very into that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I watch Lynette Zhang, by the way, one of the best economists out there. I uh, There's a lot going on. Are you kidding? The, the dollar is worth almost nothing at this point. They're propping it up by a printing press. Even mm. Prabhupada said that. Even Prabhupada talks about how yeah. they will print more money. I, I, you want me to find the whole thing where he talks about inflation? No, no, I, mean, I he, believe you. He I knew everything, you. folks. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know which page that's on, but I can get it for you later. Sure. Uh, anyway, um, one of the things he did speak, interestingly enough, at the Who in Geneva, Switzerland. Did you know that? Prabhupada no. spoke at the WHO in Geneva, Switzerland in 1974. Wow. I have a copy of his the talk he gave. And I mean, he spoke about Varnashram Dharma. And then at the end of his talk, there was an Indian man who asked some questions. Oh. What Sorry. happened? Sorry, just something came up. What was that? <laughs> It was, oh, uh, okay. it was your time. Anyway, yeah. at, uh, well, that's good. Where'd that cure time <laughs> come from? <laughs> um, <laughs> Prabhupada said they will all be finished. None of these leaders will stay. They will all be gone. So he, he talked about a lot of things, and and he's our prophet. That's the thing. I've 
being around him, I saw how powerful he was. And there have been other prophets also. There is one called Baba Vanga, a Bulgarian Christian mystic that I learned about from Petita Pavana and Abaya. And she was quite famous in her day, many years ago, she's passed on, uh, for predicting World War II. And she was so accurate, many people, she was very famous. And she warned Bulgarian people living in the UK or the US to return to, Bulgar to Bulgaria, Bulgaria by 2022 or 2023, or they may never be able to return. So there's lots of mystics and prophets that have talked about this dissolution, but we got our own prophet and he's Trikalaga. So he knows the past, the present and the future, and he knows what to do about it. And why aren't we doing it? What's going on? What's going on that's keeping devotees from going out on the streets? Uh, it, certainly it didn't keep uh, Sitapati who is a, uh, Totally. I mean, he's amazing. You should have him come talk on your show. Oh, yeah. He's I, just an amazing I've had him, person. I've had him twice already. Oh, have you? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's got a lot to say. Yeah, he does. And anyway, so so what we want to do is we want to become what I want to try to get across is to the devotees. Don't fall prey to the fear porn that's being spraying out from the media. Mm -hmm. Don't fall prey to this. This is this is just uh, it's a porn. It's nothing but hoaxes and the political claptrap or the demoniac agenda uh, of whatever you want to call it, uh, removing the amount of uh, people. Or we don't want to get into that too much because of censorship. But we don't get into all this stuff too much. What we want to do is look at what Prabhupada had to say. He knew it was coming and he told us what to do. And even now, even if you don't have, oh, we don't have a farm. Oh, we've got a job in the town. We can't leave. Get someplace outside the major cities because the major cities will become like prisons. We saw this happen in, in Wuhan. Have you seen what's happening in Shanghai? No. Have you seen? Oh, well, then you better look because that's what's being planned. Exactly. So we, the city becomes like prisons. If the devotees are outside that, they can come in as long as it's safe and they can distribute prasadam or they can. And then when it's not safe, they can stay in their in their place that's uh, outside the major metropolis because they won't really be able to control everyone individually. Now, I'm sure you've heard of the, um, I don't know if I should say it. Can't think of a way to say it. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Okay, so you know what we're talking about. Um, For those listening in, on just audio, I'm sorry, you'll have to pick up the clues to see what we're saying. We're talking about. <laughs> anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Most people, most people are not on audio. They most people are on. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah so, uh, so far as uh, these uh, people who have uh, 
planned things, they acknowledge that there will be those who do not wish to live in such ways, but will prefer to be outside of the arranged plans. So that will, and that should be us. That should be the devotees. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to be safe. And I mean, uh, who was it? Just somebody just told me about Ukraine. Oh, okay. Uh, I just got a letter right before I can't even remember it very well because I only glanced over it. The deities are being stored in basements in the Ukraine because the city temples did not take them out of the cities. So they're not being able to be worshipped. They're being stored in basements. But the farms in the Ukraine are doing fine. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, there are a lot of farms there. There's been a huge amount of preaching in the Ukraine. Huge amount. Right. Uh, there were something like six, 64 temples and 20 farms or something. There's a lot of, obviously, there's a reason why that place got, you know, I mean, there was some serious Krishna conscious culture going on there. Right. So, uh, any questions? Um, I, so, I just want to review your points are that uh, we should continue going out on Harinam Sankirtan even though that there is um, lockdowns happening, we shouldn't comply with that. We should get together and we should uh, do the Yuga Dharma of chanting the holy names. And the fact that temples are being closed and are actually slowing down the Yuga Dharma, this is a disservice to um, the world and to Srila Prabhupada's vision of what ISKCON is about. It's about becoming Krishna conscious and making others Krishna conscious. And the way to do that is by chanting his holy names. And the way we can do that is by congregating and actually doing it. Uh, so I would say that is your what to do about this uh, impending collapse, you could say. Well, Would it's be... going leg by leg. Yeah. I mean, the collapse is... is... Look back two years. There's a collapse going on. It the whole ceiling hasn't collapsed yet, but you can hear the rats on the roof. You know, right. uh, you can see what it's like. The people in Ukraine knew that the Russians were at the border for I don't know how long months. They knew there were a hundred thousand storages, but they didn't get out. Some of them did, but so we know that we know that the destruction is coming of our cities. So why not get out? Duh. I mean, if Prabhupada said your cities will become like hell, things I heard, which I don't know how to find everything on the database. Fortunately, I have good friends, but there was one statement that I've not been able to find. And that is one devotee was doing a lot of book distribution and he was talking to Prabhupada about all these plans he had. And Prabhupada, point blank asked him what will you do when the cities are closed i haven't been able to find that statement right. but it shows me that he knows what's coming he can see what's coming and the demons have their plans uh 
as far as possible, we should go on chanting, leading kirtan, keep our temples open, uh, and not uh, take anything, you know, into our bodies that will be harmful or uh, will be uh, against our basic regulated principles. Right. That's a subject we can't really get into privately. We can, but. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, this is a, this has been really eye opening uh, as, as always uh, speaking with you. Um, is there any other, are there any other points that you like to bring up? We need to get inspired. That's what we need to do inspiration we don't want to be the beaten down downtrodden depressed and fearful we need to be joyful we need to be inspired and one of the ways we can do that is just look at at lord chaitanya so merciful what that prayer that we chant namo mahabharinaya krishna prema kodayate we all know that that why is Lord Chaitanya called the most munificent avatar? Because no other avatar has given bhakti so freely and without considering anyone's faults. We're really born at a special time in the universal pattern right now. Rather than being depressed about it, we should be grateful. Oh my gosh, we're here at the time, such an important time. I mean, Lord Chaitanya, there's no merciful, there's no end to his merciful compassion. He didn't, we know about that verse. We know that Krishna comes to annihilate the demons, but he didn't carry a weapon. He didn't kill anybody. The other avatars, like Lord Nishingadev, they, they came and destroyed the demons. And Lord, even Lord Krishna, when he was present, he, uh, he didn't give that kind of mercy. No, he, he no. killed them all on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. He arranged for their liberation. Okay, that's fine. But he didn't give them bhakti. But we're in a very special age. One time I actually asked, when I was just a beginning devotee, I asked Prabhupada, so what's the difference between the Yuga avatar and the fact that Lord Chaitanya was Krishna himself? And Prabhupada became very... Uh, he said, ah, yes, only the very uh, special devotees know this. It was like such an esoteric point that I wasn't qualified to even ask. I was just a 20-year-old kid, but I was curious. And what we have to realize is that we're so fortunate that only 500 years ago, the Lord himself came and he taught this, this wonderful this wonderful way of worshiping Krishna. And now we have all this facility. Yeah. I mean, just like in Russia 30 years ago, they didn't have that. I knew some of the early Russian devotees and they were telling me how oh, they can, can imagine being able to just actually go out and chant Hare Krishna on the streets. But we're gonna lose that if we don't use it because that will that is the kind of freedom they wanna take away. 
that right. freedom is very important and 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 we cannot we cannot go along with this this uh stopping harinam that is yeah. that is uh that that leads us into difficulty as it has and some of the temples are actually now complicit with the rakshasa agenda which is very unfortunate Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm grateful for being able to come on your show so that I can let the young people know about this. Because you've got children. You've got the future. Uh, another thing which I would recommend devotees doing as well, because we don't know how long we will have the grid or the Internet. We hope that it won't happen, but it has happened in a lot of other countries, meaning not having the grid or not having Internet. Right, right. Um, should stock books, stock books, stock Prabhupada's books, mm. because that's something that I think we should all do if we can afford just an extra hundred dollars or something. And of course, uh, not only are the original ones better, but they're also cheaper. So you can get a couple of boxes of, <laughs> of the original Prabhupada books. Yeah. Uh, so you want to do that. And put them in your closet or whatever. So these are, and and also uh, many of the karmis are talking right now about stocking grains, storing grains, the preppers. Uh, I mean, we need a Hare Krishna prepper site.com, you know? So that <laughs> it's a good idea. That's a great idea. Someone should do that. Whoever's listening, you well, actually, inspiration to do that, please. Hare Krishna preppers. <laughs> Well, uh, actually, it was not my idea. It was Sitapati's idea. Oh, really? He, okay, he great. brought it up in a, yeah, in a meeting last night. Nice, he brought nice. up that idea. Sita, maybe there is one. We just don't know about it. Yeah. That's another thing that I do want to add here. Yeah, there's two more things. Don't let me forget. Sure, sure. Um, we need to find a way to communicate, a forum, so that we can communicate more freely than what we are on this conversation. And if in the event there is no internet or any way of communication, I would recommend ham radios. I'm learning to use one. And with a good antenna in your yard, you can talk to Brazil, you can talk to UK, you can, you know, ham radios, yeah. That far away? And they're not that expensive. Oh yeah, oh yeah! Wow! Oh, absolutely! I did not know that. There's a, oh yeah, a good ham, a good ham radio, and we can stay in touch that way in case there is uh, no communication, and uh, we can we can also that way we can inform one another of what's going on in our respective areas. Right, because uh, communication is very important, and I, 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 what we could use right now is some if some devotee wants to put together a forum of some sort that's not on Facebook, so it's not subject to the censorship, censorship that is going on. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of that, I I want to also shed light on um this bit shoot uh, uh um channel that Gora Prabhu has put together. Uh, there are some great interviews on that. Bit shoot, 
mm -hmm. uh, page. So yes. I don't know if everyone knows about BitChute, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E. It's it's a it's like a basically an open forum, uh, free uh, free thought kind of uh, YouTube where there's no censorship. So there's a channel on there called the Global Scam and Krishna's Plan. The global scam and Krishna's plan, and on there, there's a number of devotees, including uh, Govindadasi Prabhu here, who have done interviews with Gora Prabhu, uh, also another Prashila Prabhupada disciple, on this on this channel. And there is some great interviews there. Sita Pati's on there. I, I see. I see Rupa Nuga Prabhu has done one there. I'm looking forward to watching that. I've never seen that. I'm looking five at hours. Five, five, five or six hours. hours Rupanuga has. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, just uh, I've been trying to get words. him to talk for years. <laughs> I mean, he's if you want to know some history, accurate history, yeah, that's where you can. Oh, do I'm going to get him on the on this podcast. Uh, I'd love to have. I'd love to talk to him. Uh, I could never get him to, to go anywhere. He was. I asked him to do Siddhanta. I tried to get him to do Yadubar. I tried to get him to be on here. He just would not no no wow. but it had to be it had to be really about truth and by the way gora is the one who led the kirtan in ottawa yeah on the stage in ottawa i mean who i mean yeah where are our heroes these are canadians canadians aren't <laughs> supposed to be heroes canadians are peaceful people not like americans <laughs> americans are the brash ones i love it <laughs> oh, I, I love the way you think, uh, Mataji. I, I just love that. It's amazing. Um, so so anyway. let's, let's be in touch. If you want to get in touch with Govindadasi Prabhu, there is, um, there is her, her email. Her email is um, here. I will post it on the uh, screen in just a second here. Okay. It is prabhupad.govindadasi oh. at gmail.com. Is that right if I posted that? Oops. Yeah, that's that's Wait, right. No. But can I put the picture of my book up? Because oh, I yeah, yeah I can put that up. Soon. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that book. Um, I'm put, Let me share it on the screen right now. Uh, share screen. So there it is. So this is a cover of your upcoming book. Tell us about that book, please. Well, this is a book I've been working on for some time. Uh, it's uh, it's just early memoirs of meeting Srila Prabhupada in San Francisco. The cover, as you can see in the back, that that picture was taken of me and my husband. We were, we were college students at the time. Well, we had left college and we met Prabhupada about a month or so later. And Prabhupada in Golden Gate Park, that's us chanting in Golden Gate Park, the wow. two of us, and Prabhupada's there at the same time. And it was a very wonderful mystical time that I wanted to share with others. I'm working on a second book, but who knows if that'll ever happen because I don't know what's going to happen in the world, but we did the best we could. So um, it should be printed very soon. Uh, maybe I'll, mm -hmm. if I can find a techie person to put up a, one of those, like like a like Shamsundar, uh, where people can order it in advance type thing. Right. And that was me. Uh, I was like a scribe. I could <laughs> type. I could. I, I, back in the day, we we used things called shorthand, and uh, <laughs> I was, you know, I was senior in college, so I 
lots of years of experience of writing very fast. So I was able to take notes, take dictation. Uh, and, uh, and for over a year, I was his secretary and did his letters. Um, and so that's me with my Sinopad. I still have a stack of diaries that I kept, uh, you know, when I was traveling, I just sent them home to my mother and she kept them for me. Wow. I still have them. Amazing. So, um, yes, it was a wonderful time, a really wonderful mystical time. And I was very much into uh, mystic yoga before I met Prabhupada. I was meditating like eight hours a day in the park. And that was just my natural inclination. I didn't have a teacher, but my yoga book said, when the chela is ready, the guru will appear. Right. So I was actually trying to get ready for the guru to appear. And he did. He appeared. Mm. So that's Srila Prabhupada. Uh, amazing amazing thank you uh we'll bring you on again after this book is out so we can talk we can promote that it would be really cool i think okay well, so right now i think that the, the thing i want to i want to leave everyone with is yeah, please. hope hope don't fall into the the fear porn get ready for what's coming it's coming and it will probably be coming soon it will probably be coming in July or August. The war will increase and there will be economic. The economic collapse is happening slowly because they don't want it to happen all at once, but right. it is happening. Uh, my recommendation is that you, you find, if you have money, then invest in grains, invest in farm and land, get mm -hmm. land. It doesn't, you can get a piece of land in Arkansas in the mountains, or at least up high, for $25,000 or less. Some places less than that. How big, uh, of, a piece, how big of a piece are we talking? Uh, one acre, five acres, all different prices. Yeah. I can send you some information. Uh, it just so happens that Arkansas is above where I am. But some North Carolina is even higher, meaning higher in the mountains. And get an RV. Get ready in that way. If you can't leave the cities, at least get a bug out place. They call it a bug out place, you know. And you know, uh, I, I would recommend uh, things like uh, how do we say this? Uh, protection equipment and ways to defend yourself is what i mean right important did you get it i got okay. it i got it I'm, I'm on the same wavelength as you i'm there <laughs> you'd be surprised how many young people are on this wavelength yeah and uh water filters and uh there's lots of stuff out there right now for people who i mean it doesn't have to be a war folks it can be a hurricane or it can be a flood. You want to be prepared if you have a family, especially. You're not yes. so portable. If you have children, you want to have a way to protect your child. And uh, I don't know how far you are. How how close are you? You're in Jersey, aren't you? I'm in Jersey, yeah. Aren't you? How, what part of Jersey? Northern New Jersey, uh, Morris County. 
I used to stay with Kusha at Cinnamons in New Jersey. I used oh, to that's, spend a lot of time. That's about two Cinnamon. hours. That's about two hours south of us. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it was a very beautiful place in the, in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it kind of near New York? I'm 40 minutes. I'm 40 minutes from New York. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> have you considered moving? <laughs> I have considered moving. We talk about it. My, me and my wife talk about it all the time. Maybe you should do more than talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, after talking to you more and more, I, I'm getting that impression that Krishna is trying to tell me something through his devotees. Well, um, for those of us, for those of you who do follow astrology, and I happen to be one of those because I studied it myself, but I don't, I don't claim to be an astrologer, but my godbrother Petita Pavana was an astrologer when he met Prabhupada in 1968. And I've known him all these years and he's very good. And uh, what they have said so far has been very accurate, very accurate. You don't know ex exactly, but we all know that eclipses affect what happens in the world because and, and even at the time of Krishna, they went and celebrated the lunar eclipse at Kurukshetra, remember? Yeah. Because that's and Lord Chaitanya appeared during a lunar eclipse, which is Prabhupada writes in his books that generally that's considered very inauspicious, but Lord Chaitanya appeared during that eclipse to make it auspicious and he made it um, he foretold what his mission was. Everybody was out in the Ganges chanting Hare Krishna. Right. So naturally, that's what we, we also do that during eclipses. And this most recent eclipse was in uh, Scorpio. And it, it will bring an increase of war in July and August. So it would be good to buy your things now. Look at the price of food. It went up 12% one month ago. You talk about collapse. That's like slowly things are collapsing. I mm -hmm. mean, if you, you can find so much information on this. And of course, we all know about the gas prices. Gas prices have doubled in some places. And they say diesel may not even be available. And diesel is what trucks use. And trucks are the way that food gets into the cities. Yeah. These are the hows, they're details. But Prabhupada didn't say, well, there's not going to be any diesel. He just said, there will be no food in your cities. Well, this is how it can happen now, because if you don't have diesel to bring it in. So I think if you can start stocking grains and uh, water filters and ideally get a bug out place in the mountains, or someplace outside the cities, even if it's not that far away. If you don't, some people have to commute, they're still working. I understand, but at least get prepared for a major, major change in America. And uh, well, other places too, other places too. Now, apparently the WHO did not, the plan, to give sovereign power to the WHO didn't fly first time around because of Africa, but it will probably eventually fly. Okay, well, let me let me define what I just said. 
Abaya mentioned to me in a letter before the eclipse that this eclipse will enable the Rakshasas to get full control of the whole world. Now, translate that into what's happening in the real world. And that is that the WHO, the WHO, no, the World Economic Forum, excuse me, has been meeting in Geneva for the last few days. And one of the things on the table is to turn all the countries over to the WHO so they can declare a pandemic if there is a need for it. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, you know, I can't talk about this in very good detail because I don't want you to get censored. Right, right. Thank you. We can talk about it privately. Yes, yes. Well, but, thank you so you know, much I mean, for this joining is like, me. This is just news. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for joining me again. I really appreciate it. If you want to get in touch with her, uh, there's is her email on the screen, prabhupads.govindadasi at gmail.com. That's prabhupads, that's prabhupad with an S, dot govindadasi at gmail.com. You can get in touch with her there. I'm sure you'll get a lot of great uh, feedback there. And thank you again for joining me. Please stay on. I'm just going to turn off the recording. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna.